0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user Haley. Writes from r slash erotica. The title of this post is, Beg for Your Job, Sit Back, and Enjoy the Story. Hey Michelle, can you come up to my office for a sec? I smiled. Gotta sort out some issues with your payroll. The brunette looked up from the reception desk, puzzled. My peril. Yeah, there's been a glitch in the system. It are fixing it as we speak, but I just need to sort out your details. She didn't move. She had been in a conversation with another woman, a blonde bimbo now awkwardly looking at her feet. Sophia. Sarah. Sasha. Fuck it, I couldn't remember her name. All these bitches look the same to me. You do wanna get paid on time this month, don't you? I said Kimon. I won't keep you long. I promise. Michelle sighed. Okay, Mr. Thorne. I'll be up in a moment. I turned around the corner. I loved it when they referred to me as Mr. Thorne. It was proof that they knew their place. Proof that they knew to respect those better than them. But Michelle calling me Mr. was something else entirely. Imagine being nearly 40 and having to suck up to a guy half your age. God, it must be so fucking embarrassing. Having some hot 23-year-old stud like me as your boss. Making your year and a month for doing basically nothing. I knew they resented me. I knew they all thought I only held this position due to my father being CEO. Which honestly is probably true. But so what? That's life. Everyone gets dealt a hand when they come into this world. Just so happens I got dealt a royal flush. My office was on the 14th floor. A large corner room that had a pretty nice view of the city skyline. Not as nice as my father's office, at the company HQ, but still pretty nice. I had it set up in a minimalistic style, the only color other than white being a postmodern artwork on the wall. I couldn't tell you who painted it. Truthfully, I thought it was hideous, as if someone had tipped over a can of yellow paint onto a canvas and then decided to breakdance over it, sending the paint into different patterns. It was a gift from my father congratulating me on getting the position here as branch manager. A stupid sentiment, when you think about it. I sat down behind the desk. The chair was high-backed and made of expensive leather. I put my feet up and waited. I'd been planning this for a while. I don't know why I decided to initiate it today. Doing it at the end of the week would've made more sense. Fewer people around then. Or I could've asked her to work on a Saturday. Then it would've just been me and her. No one to disturb us. But then there was a knock at the door, and Michelle walked in, and I remembered why I did it today. That damn outfit. The white shirt unbuttoned just enough that her ample cleavage jiggled when she walked. The gray pencil skirt tightly fitted to her ass. Those black stockings, covering her long legs. Yeah, I had to do it today, while she was dressed like such a slut. Michelle, please take a seat. I gestured and she sat across from me. That chair was just a tiny bit lower than mine, forcing whoever sat in it to have to look up slightly while talking to me. Just how I liked it. You mentioned my payroll, Mr. Thorne, she said, concern on her pretty face. Her hands were fidgeting in her lap. Such worry over such a little amount of money. It was quite pathetic. No one's mentioned a glitch in the software to me, she said, and shouldn't one of the it guys be doing this? You're the branch manager. I didn't think you handled payroll. I raised my hand. Stopping her mid-sentence. Michelle. I've got to tell you the truth. I faked sympathy. My funeral voice I like to call it. There is no glitch in the software. That was a lie. What? I raised my hand again. I lied because I didn't want to embarrass you. I thought it better I tell you this in private. Pause for dramatic effect. Michelle, I'm sorry to have to tell you this. But we're letting you go. Just like that. The color drained from her cheeks. I she began, but... I looked down, pretending to hide pity, but in reality, trying to conceal my smile. Why? She croaked. Her eyes now shiny and damp. It's been a hard few months. The company's never recovered from the pandemic. We've been forced to terminate the employment of staff who are deemed unimportant. I opened the drawer of my desk and handed her a box of tissues. She wiped her eyes and said, unimportant. If I'm so unimportant, how come I work myself to death for you? If I'm so unimportant, how come I turn up at work at 7 a.m. and leave at 8 p.m.? She started to weep. I just don't understand. I don't get it. It's a real shitty situation. The company does appreciate all the work you've put in. I'm very sorry. Black tears were streaming down her face. God, it made me so hard. I stood up. Michelle was too busy sniffling into the tissue to notice me lock the office door behind her. From this angle... I could see how her ass was spilling over the chair. I know this must be difficult for you. I understand that you've had it hard these last few months. I sat down on the desk. Her aroma was strong. Some cheap perfume and hairspray. I wanted to lean in, take a handful of her long brown hair and smell it. It took all I had to stop myself. With what happened with your husband, I gently caressed her shoulder. It must feel like you're getting kicked while you're down. I bit my bottom lip. Her cleavage was so deep, like the grand canyon of tits. For a man to take his own life, like that, I tutted, so sad. Leaving to kids without a father, and a wife without a husband. Things have just been so difficult. She sniffled. Finding a job was so difficult. I thought this job would be secure. How am I gonna feed my children? Dress them? Pay for babysitters? Time to bury the dagger. As I said, I'm very sorry. But I'll need you to clear out your desk. Before the end of the day, she let out a shriek, a sound of complete despair, pure anguish erupting from hopelessness. Her life had just hit a roadblock, and all I could do was hide my smirk. I do like you, Michelle. I lied, I do. I really do. And it pains me so much that it has come to this. It's every boss's nightmare to have to let good employees go. We're like family here. I took another pause. I wanted her to completely understand the severity of the situation she was in. Just last week I had to let another employee go. You know Lizzie from accounting. She wiped snot from her nose and shook her head. No, I don't know her. Pretty woman. A bit like you, in a way. Well, we had to terminate her employment. Wanna know what's even sadder than that? One of the other accountants saw her whoring herself out on a street corner a few days after she'd left. Michelle shuddered. Her hands were shaking in her lap. How sad is that? I said, she was a mom like you. I guess the only way she thought she could provide for her family was to sell her own body. I moved my hand up her shoulder, touching the soft skin of her neck. I would hate for you to be in that situation. Having to choose between letting a stranger have his way with you or your children being fed. She wasn't looking at me. Maybe she knew what I was gonna say next. Maybe she wasn't as stupid. As I thought she was. Or, more likely, she could see the massive bulge in my suit pants. You know I have a lot of say around here. In the end, it's my father, who gets to choose who stays and who goes. Slowly, I let my hand drift down her chest, down past that canyon of soft flesh. I could always put in a good word with him. But you'd have to prove to me that you're worth keeping around. I fondled her chest, groping one of her breasts through the thin fabric. It was warm and oh, so, so soft. I could feel her heartbeat. dum 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 -dum. I leaned closer and spoke into her ear. You'd have to go the extra mile for the company. I don't know what came over me, but I got the sudden urge to lick her cheek. As I did, I could taste the salt of her tears, and she let out a little whimper, which made my cock throb. I took her chin in my hand forced her to look at me. The expression that covered her face was one of absolute rage, rage that wanted to boil over and attack me. Rage that wanted to claw my eyes out and spit on my body. But she wouldn't, because under that boiling anger was the knowledge that she had no choice about what happens next. So, I said, my excited hands fumbling with the buttons on her shirt. Are you gonna do this for me? It's such a little thing when you think about it. In a few years, you'll probably have forgotten all about it. I pulled the shirt open. Revealing a black bra and surprisingly toned belly. My mouth watered. The ideas that were running wild through my imagination made me shake with anticipation. know, when you really think about it. I said, I'm giving you an opportunity here. I don't usually give people a chance like this. I think you should thank me. Michelle's body didn't move, but her hazel eyes darted side to side looking for a way out. Sorry, cunt. No escape. Look at me, I said. Look at Me, I growled that last syllable. My primal instincts coming through. Michelle raised her head. Again, those black tears streaking her cheeks, making my enthusiasm grow. Say thank you for the opportunity, Mr. Thorne. No reply. I grabbed a handful of her hair and pulled. Say it. Th, thank you for the opportunity, Mr. Thorne. You're welcome, Michelle. Now you can show me how appreciative you are by giving me a hand job. I unzipped my suit pants and let them fall around my ankles. The fabric of my gray boxer briefs was bulging and damp with pre-cum. I hooked my fingers around the waistband and pulled them down, letting my cock spring out. Other than my insane bank balance and chiseled good looks, the one thing I was most proud of was my monster of a dick. It was pushing the 8-inch mark, and to go with that it had the girth of a baseball bat. And I just loved the expression on a cunt's face, When she saw it for the first time, it was the same terrified nervousness that had swept over Michelle the moment it jumped out at her. I could see the cogs of her mind spinning as she tried to figure out if it was gonna fit. And if so, how much it was gonna hurt. Bets it been a while since you've seen a cock, I said, now hurry up and jerk me off. Reluctantly, Michelle wrapped a trembling hand around my viney shaft and began to stroke up and down. She began to build up speed and my cock became slick with pre-cum. I reached down and fondled one of those gorgeous tits. I slipped my hand under the bra. It pinched at the hard nipple. Michelle grimaced, making me smirk. Both hands. Use both hands, I said, noticing there was a lot of cock going to waste. Michelle did as was told. She used one hand on my lower shaft, going up and down, up and down. Her other hand focused on my tip, gently messaging the tip. Damn, where'd you learn that? My breath had become ragged and my cock throbbed. I knew what she was doing. She believed that she could make me come quick. And then this would be over and she could attempt to forget all about it. It wouldn't work of course. It took more than a pitiful handjob to get me over the finish line. Okay, I said. Open your mouth. I want you to suck me off. But you said a handjob. No, you stupid bitch. I snapped. As much as loved messing with these airhead cunts. They were so fucking slow to catch on. Open your mouth. Come on. You're… She sobbed, trying to find confidence. You're a disgusting bastard. That may be, I said. But this disgusting bastard is the same one that decides whether your kids get fed or not. Her breathing was heavy. She gulped and bent forward, parting her lips as she took my wet tip in her mouth. Fuck me. I clenched the desk for support. Her mouth felt fantastic. So wet and warm and smooth. I placed my hand on the back of her head and pressed her forward, sliding myself deeper. Her tongue rubbed against the bottom of my shaft, and my tip hit against the roof of her mouth. I wondered to myself, can this bitch deep throat? I applied more pressure on her head, as my cock disappeared inch by inch into her mouth. She gagged, spittle mixed with pre-cum dribbling onto her lap. She tried to free herself, her fist batting on my hand that kept her head in place. Seeing that it was futile, she switched targets and began to punch at my thighs and belly scratching and clawing at my skin. These attacks hurt, slightly, but not enough to get me to stop. I felt my tip hit the back of her throat, and again she coughed and gagged. Her arms stopped flailing and went limp at her sides. Good. She'd given up. Now she was nothing but a fuckdole. for me to with what I please. Good slut, I said as I started to move my hips back and forth, skullfucking her. Looking down, I saw that her eyes had glazed over and rolled back. I slapped her to make sure she was still with me and got a groan in response. Don't think about passing out, I said, my tip continuously smacking against the back of her throat. We're not done yet. I felt my cock twitch and that familiar buildup in my balls that wanted to explode into her throat. Fighting that exhilarating urge, I pulled out. No, not yet. I needed this dumpster to fully understand that I owned her. Michelle fell sideways off her chair. And choked up bile onto the carpet. Did you come? She coughed. No, as I said, we're not done yet. Do you want to come on my face? She said, crying. Pathetic. She was so eager for this to be over, she was offering to let me cover her face in my warm seat. Or my boobs. You can come on my tits. Please, please just come and let me go. I have to admit, I was tempted. The idea of my cum sliding down in between those big breasts and staining that black bra. But no, as I said, this bitch was a cumdomster, and that meant there was only one place I was willing to come on, or in. It's okay. Calm down. I knelt and gently patted her face. We'll be done soon. Just one more thing for us, to do. I grabbed her and forced her up. Bend over my desk. She opened her mouth to protest. To call me a sick fuck or a disgusting bastard. But nothing but a wretched sob came out. She had figured out there was no point in arguing with those who were superior to her. I pushed down on her back, bending her over the desk. Her ass brushed my cock, and it jumped in delight. It was a good angle. Her ass was massive and I could just about see her tits jiggling beneath her. Her face was obscured, but honestly, I'd had enough of the ridiculous crying and constant tears. So I didn't mind too much. I felt one of her cheeks through the skirt and decided I desperately had to see her ass. I ripped the skirt down, Tearing the fabric. Ever since hiring Michelle, I'd dreamt of seeing her ass. Now here I was, my cock mere inches away from the silky flesh of her behind. It was fucking beautiful. That pencil skirt had been working double overtime to keep it all contained. She was wearing lacy black panties, likely to match her bra. I took hold of them and easily tore them off, making Michelle let out a little pain squeal. Using two hands I groped both cheeks and roughly squeezed the flesh then slapped them a few times. Michelle held in a cry as my hard spanks left red handprints on her flesh. With my feet, I kicked her legs apart and stepped closer. My cock touched her ass, leaving a sticky droplet of pre-cum on the perfect flesh. Please, she said I'm not on birth control. Don't do this. I took hold of her hips and bent down to whisper in her ear, Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna fuck you in your pussy anyway. Wait. What? The sudden realization, And terror in her voice made me grin. No, don't do it. I've never done that before. Shut up. I snapped and calmed down. There's a first time for everything. Slowly, I slid my cock in between her ass cheeks. Up and down, up and down. Until my tip brushed against her tiny asshole. If this was her first time, I knew it was gonna be a tight fit. I hoped the spit and pre-cum from the blowjob. Facefuck was gonna be enough lubricant. I positioned the end of my cock against her hole, and biting my bottom lip, gradually forced myself in. Saying her ass was tight would be an understatement. I got about two and a half inches in before Michelle screamed out. My office was quite far removed from anyone else. But still, I feared that someone would hear me breaking this whore in. I quickly covered her mouth with the palm of my hand and barked in her ear. Shut the fuck up. Don't make this any harder than it has to be. You stupid bitch. I pushed my cock further into her hole, and Michelle continued to whine and cry, though now her protests were muted behind my hand. I was now in all the way, my balls resting on her pussy. Her ass was like a vice on my cock, and it felt so good. I could feel her adjusting and stretching to accommodate the size of me, but I still couldn't imagine what it would feel like to have something so big forced up into such a tight hole. I pulled out so only my tip was still inside. Then with one brutal movement pushed myself back all the way in. Then did the same again and again until I had a savage rhythm of sodomy going. There was something so degrading about anal that filled me with sexual elation. Women like this didn't deserve to be respected or gently loved. Cunts like Michelle only existed so people like me could use them. Truthfully, if it were up to me, women like Michelle wouldn't be allowed to work or marry or have money of their own. If it were up to me... These whores would be forced to be slaves or strippers or escorts. It's my view that women have one function, and that is to let men fuck them however they see fit. How nature intended it. My cock twitched deep inside her. I was getting close to bliss, but there was still one more thing I needed from the cunt. Beg me, I said, my breathing deep and heavy. Beg for your job. I moved my hand to let her speak. Thank Christ she had stopped screaming and was now just groaning due to the uncomfortable nature of having my massive cock penetrating her recently deflowered asshole. I wanna hear you beg me to let you keep your job. Please. Please can I keep my job? She slurred. I can't hear you. Speak up, bitch. Please, Mr. Thorne. Please can I keep my job? I've mentioned that I love it when they call Mr. Thorne, and to hear it now, balls deep in this milf's ass, was the final nail in my orgasmic coffin. As soon as she said it, I knew I'd tipped over the edge and there was no going back. I tightened my grasp on her hips as my cock erupted inside her abused hole. I kept thrusting as I came. I'd been building this load up for nearly a fortnight, since that business trip to Bangkok and that little Asian escort. I kept unleashing rope after rope of sticky, white cum pumping into her as deep as my long cock would push it. I wanted her to feel my seat inside her for the next month. I wanted to make sure she never forgot what happened here today, to leave a mental mark that would torment her for the rest of her slutty life. I slowed down, my balls now fully drained. I drove myself into the ruined hole one last time for good measure, making her yelp. I pulled out with an audible pop. I was out of breath and covered in sweat. Fortunately for me, I had a shower in my office, one of the many perks of being the boss. Michelle clambered off the desk and picked up her clothes. I'll speak to my father about keeping you on for a while longer. She didn't look at me. Was it fear? Or hatred? Maybe both. Honestly, I didn't give a shit about what she thought of me. Why should I? She was just some stupid slut, after all. She pulled up her skirt, but had to hold the fabric together at the waistband where it had torn. She didn't even bother with the panties, as they were into pieces on the carpet. As she left my office I noticed a trickle of white cum seeping down one of her legs. Selling the black stockings, I smirked as I got in the shower. Under the warm water, I began to chuckle. God, I love being the boss.